0: Take five! Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. You can also hear us on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio Saturday nights from 8 to 10 Eastern. Make sure to subscribe to us on HerFantasyFootball.com so you know what we're up to. Also, you can play our fun diced game that we send out Every Sunday morning at nine AM Eastern. Link it's a, it's a fan duel, free contest. We have a fun little prize at the end. It's very exciting. So make sure to go over there and subscribe to Her Fantasy Football. Also, you can chat with us on Twitter at Her Fantasy FB and on Facebook.com forward slash Her Fantasy Football. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby.
1: And
2: I'm Ashley Williams.
1: And I'm Brandon Marianne Lee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Brandon, at the opening, show was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. And now, Brandon Lee. <laughs> and- <laughs> mary- mary- You're going for your original she- middle name, right?
0: Yeah, she was like, she forgot it because she's changed her name so for many seconds, seconds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brandon mary lily mary right. Yeah. I so uh, wish you would have kept it. So good. Teams I just got a notification on- that we're streaming. What'd you say? I just got a notification that her fancy football is streaming on YouTube. Awesome! There you go. Hey, there we are. hey. Uh, it's week eight,
0: everybody. It's exciting. We're like exciting. halfway through Almost this. Almost halfway. Yeah, teams on bye. Get them out of your lineup now. Buffalo Bills, Jacksonville Jaguars, Philadelphia Eagles, and the Washington Redskins. This is a much better week for buys than last
1: week. Oh yeah, much better. Except for T.J. Yeldon. Thanks for coming back, buddy.
2: Yeah, or Alan. I say, I think Jacksonville, or Allen Robinson. Or Jacksonville's Jordan. really the only
0: viable, you know, viable then.
2: I'm sure Matt Jones owners team. are
0: crying right now. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> sure. All the Kirk Cousin
2: owners in the world are really upset. Hey, he got NFC Player of the Week.
0: I mean, what an amazing person. <laughs> Do
2: you feel like that's almost like a participation trophy? Yes. Like, hey, hey, buddy.
1: Good That's work. Nice. Good work. I mean, you know, <laughs> good for him. And did you see him, like, that video of him being psyched up after the, yeah, you like that? And he, like, lost it on, a like, there's, like, a vine. You can go back and forth. He's lost his mind. It's amazing. I love I mean, it. I love That's it. good. I mean, well, it's him or Ryan Mallett, right, who just doesn't care. Yeah. Right. Seriously, right. missed the flight? I was in traffic. We'll talk about that in the Houston if we have time, but. <laughs>
0: so funny so funny uh well let's just get into it you guys Thursday night game Miami Dolphins three and three at the New England Patriots uh, I don't have their record there for some reason um, but I think they're six and zero is that correct <laughs> I think I or think. that's all anyone can talk about yeah uh, just because you see uh, the Dolphins going up against the Patriots does not mean to bench them, you guys. The Patriots' defense is not what they used to be with Rivas. In fact, you should start Ryan Tannehill for sure. Uh, the Patriots give up the six most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Uh, the Dolphins will get behind, and they will be forced to throw the ball a lot. Um, Man, they looked good last week. I Yay, Dolphins! Oh, this is the Dolphins. I thought they were going to be in week one.
1: So don't you think it's I'll creepy, start. though, that they didn't play like this at all with the other coach?
0: Like that all of a offense they offense and play.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, both I offense and
0: defense.
1: Know. It's
2: crazy. I think they just are really rallying behind the new coach. He, beefcake he, he, Dan Campbell. Yeah, he's a beefcake. But, I mean, he, <laughs> I think they relate to him as, as a player. Well, he punches he, more than they do.
1: <laughs> Isn't that kind of true. awesome, though? I love that.
0: Love that! Uh, I just need a change, you know. Yeah, and you know what? To be honest, I didn't think it was enough change, and uh, clearly, it is. It's exactly what yes. they needed to get the fire under them and start playing, um, including Mr. Lamar Miller. Hello! Yeah. What a great game for him! 175 yards rushing, a rushing touchdown, 61 yards receiving, and another receiving touchdown. Amazing! Um, this might not be his biggest game against the Patriots that have only given up three total touchdowns to running backs all year, um, but they do give up plenty of yards. So if he is one of the lucky few to find the end zone, he could still have a 16, 18-point game. So, so this would and- probably be the classic week where he'll get four
2: points after yeah, like a it, huge week, and then it's like, womp, womp Yeah,
0: 60 yards. I see that in this future, too. Um And just so you know, so you're starting Jarvis Landry and Rashard Matthews. Uh, Landry finally found the end zone, not once, but twice. Yes. His first and second receiving touchdown on the year. Amazing. And it was, like, it was was really fun to watch them, right? Rashard Matthews had a really cool touchdown. Jarvis Landry had a really cool touchdown. Miller did. I mean, it was just, it was a fun thing, so... I'm into it. I'm, I'm totally into them. Um, I am benching Jordan Cameron though this week, not my favorite matchup for him. <clears throat> and he's only had um, one tight end on the season, or one touchdown on the season. so I just think there's better players than, than Cameron this week. so sorry. Patriots. agreed.
1: And rest of season, I'd say.
0: Yeah, it's there are a lot sad. of good tight ends this year. Yeah, there are. there are. There are. Mm-hmm. It's good. Barnage, I where mean, who the hell is that guy? Where did he come from?
1: <laughs> where did he come from? It's Eric amazing. Ebron's one of my favorites. I was I like, say, Ebron, Ebron.
2: Laird Ladarius Green. Yeah, crazy. Donnell's catching balls again to some extent. I mean, I can't go there. It's nuts. You took you took it's it one nuts. step too far. I <laughs> didn't. I did, it. I did it. Uh, the Patriots. Well, yeah,
1: you know what are we going to say? I mean there's that Gronk guy. Yeah, you start Brady, you start Gronk. And you know what? Gronk owners who are complaining, schmack, 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 schmack. Yeah, you're, yeah. He's only had one single-digit performance all season, and that's what you drafted him for, is every game... Twenty points like Gary Barnage? No, but can we all be Gary Barnage? We can't. (laughs) No.
2: We can't, Franna.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, he's the most consistent guy in the league. It's awesome. Um, And you start Edelman. I know. Edelman had his worst week last week. He had a tough matchup, and that's the way it is. He caught five of his nine targets. He had a big drop in the end zone, which was not good. Um, But he's still the lead receiver. Uh, in a red-hot offense, don't overthink this. And Deion Lewis was inactive last week due to his abdomen injury. He's still limited in practice. Listed as questionable. I'd look elsewhere if you can. Um, the good news is that it's a Thursday night game, so you'll have all weekend to figure it out. And uh, LeGarrette Blunt rushed three times for negative three yards last week, people. Bola! Bola. Uh Tom Brady was the top rusher
2: last week for uh, the Patriots. They just How decided not to run is the that? ball. Wasn't it like last year he had like eight total rushing yards or something crazy like that? Maybe it was the year before that. Yeah,
1: well, it wasn't like he was rushing all around, but they just decided not to run the ball, which was a smart move. It was a good coaching decision by Bill Belichick. He does that. He is, you know, it's Halloween this week, you guys, and you know what Bill Belichick is, right? Warlock. Warlock. Oh He is. Sane. He is. <laughs> <Warlock>. <laughs> not not Satan. But he can just make
2: magic happen. It just is what it is. Sorry, you guys. It is what it is. I feel and like again, Bill Belichick needs to be part of, like, the South Park movie where it's Saddam Hussein and Satan <laughs> in bed, and you know? Belichick. And, like, you need Bill Belichick to kind of, like, trot into be
1: <laughs> Bill Belichick could outsmart both of them. No doubt could. about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. He wins all of that. Both of them fear yeah. Belichick. Also, since it's Halloween, I have to encourage everyone, if you have not seen The Worst Witch, which is an 80s TV movie, I believe, starring Tim Curry, get yourself Netflix and get it done.
2: Is it on Netflix? Um, I'm sure. It has to be, right? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea.
0: I'm going to go look tonight.
2: I've always been more of a hocus pocus kind of girl. Yeah, but
1: The Worst Witch, Tim Curry, one of my first crushes.
2: Hope you picked up
1: Brandon LaFell, because he's gone. He only had two catches in week seven for 25 yards, but he was targeted eight times. Ish. he has some drop issues again like he yeah. did last year but he is a weapon again on this big offense and Danny Amendola put up two solid weeks in a row it's hard to trust his productivity like career long but if you're in dire need of a wide receiver in week six he caught seven of his nine targets for 105 yards and in week eight he caught eight of his nine targets for 86 yards and a touchdown nine targets a game that's what he is doing right now and it's hard to debate and then uh, you know I wouldn't start their defense because Miami suddenly learned how to play football
2: as the Julian Edelman owner, you don't even want to know the names. I was screaming at the TV at Danny Amendola <laughs> for stealing Edelman's touches. <laughs> Edelman didn't do himself any favors either, though, unfortunately.
0: Seriously. All right, let's move on to Sunday morning. Detroit Lions 1-6. The Kansas City Chiefs, again, did not put their record
1: London. Up.
2: London. Oh, London games.
1: Can I have a paper?
2: Can we discuss... First of all, the streaming situation of the Buffalo Bills Jaguars game so bad. It kept like cutting out on me. Oh yeah, it was, it You're was like, hard
0: reloading it. I mean, it's a great, it's a great.
2: I love idea. the idea. Of idea, idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping we're not there that yeah,
2: I'm hoping it was kind out of because there was such high viewership. <laughs> well, I, there was <laughs> so. though. I think there were quite I a think, few viewers. I think I, I was actually impressed with the numbers and. It was just, I'm just glad they're not doing it for this game.
1: Well, people gave up because they hadn't seen buffering since the AOL days in the 90s. And they were like, I'm
2: done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have, like, refreshing. Like, I was that person constantly refreshing over and over again as if that was actually going to help or make anything better. I think it did. It did. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But anyway. (laughs) Back to, to this week's London game. Um, Matthew Stafford had a decent game. He went 18 for 26 for 256 passing yards and two touchdowns in the loss to the Minnesota Vikings. Now, after the game, Matthew Stafford went to get x-rays on his left hand. The x-rays came back negative, and the good news is that he did practice in full today. You should expect Matthew Stafford to play. Uh, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. Uh, And the Chiefs give up the 11th most points to quarterbacks. So he's got potential to have a decent week. I think he's going to at least get you 15 points. And Mm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay I'm okay with that. Calvin Johnson, he had five passes for 86 yards. Um, but you can't be mad about that. You five can't, passes? Sorry, five catches. Five, five catches. five catches, five catches <laughs> for 86 yards. Um, and he's got to have a great matchup this week too. So I like that. They give up the ninth. Sorry, they give up the most points to wide receivers. The absolute most. So Calvin Johnson should be able to capitalize on that. Now, I told you Eric Ebron was going to have a good game. Love him. And he did. Five catches for five targets, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Welcome back, Eric Ebron. Love it. You can count on him again this week. Um, But what is the news that could possibly affect you is the Detroit Lions offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi, the offensive line coach, Jeremiah Washburn, and the assistant offensive line coach, Terry Heffernan. They were all let go, guys. Now, the quarterback's coach, Jim Bob Cooter, he's going to take over as the offensive coordinator. Jim Bob Cooter? Jim Bob awesome.
1: Cooter. <laughs> I to awesome. Ashley, you said that in the weirdest way. I was like,
2: "Wow, I don't know how you, you can't, can't say it in a weird
1: way." No, how, you, how would you? You say made it? it sound classier. Yeah, you, and,
0: just, you like just kind of oh, like
2: grazed over it, and I don't yeah. know how you
0: graze over a name like Jim Bob
2: Cooter. <laughs> well, it sounds like a name out of um, Sweet Home Alabama movie, right? Oh, for right. sure. Yeah, Jim Bob Cooter. So um, well, one Jim of our Bob Cooter, in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I I can't say the name just normally, but Jim Bob is going to be making the play calls moving forward. He's been entrusted with this. Now, what's interesting to know is that he did actually work with Denver Broncos quarterback, the one and only Peyton Manning, um, as a Bronco and a Colt. So he has some good experience with him. But but certainly Peyton Manning is you know a different kind of player, um, and he's had some success with Matthew Stafford as well because he was working on his feet work last year. Um, but Caldwell expects the Lions' offensive schemes to change, so we're not exactly sure how that's going to play out this week. Well, hopefully and they can keep Matt Stafford upright instead of having him sacked. As I times say, again. that's why he hurt his hand is because the offensive line has been so terrible. He's just been getting sacked over and over again, or the play calling's been so bad. I'm not sure, but you the guys throw the is, ball more than 26 times. Yeah, when you have a, only when you have seven a player targets. Named
0: Calvin Johnson. Yep, and you have Golden Tate, and you have Ebron. And you have the running backs that you do, the injuries, there's no reason why he's throwing the ball only twenty six times. Totally that's agree. My crazy. question is
2: are they gonna be able to implement new offensive schemes in time for this week? Well look at Miami. No, but they're in a great matchup. Kansas City that's stinks. It. They yeah. are in a good matchup, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's, Miami's a good example. Yeah. You've got a yeah. good you've got a good situation here of it's a decent matchup for the most part across the board. Um so expect expect good things, and hopefully take a look this week and see what if you like what you're looking at because it, it, that could be the way it's tracking here on out because they did make some big changes with their coaching team. So that's the news yeah. for them. I bench all the running backs. You know that.
1: You know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know who they didn't fire? Anyone on defense? Which is weird because Detroit's defense is not good, and people are able to score a lot of fantasy points on this defense. So, um, as far as the Chiefs are concerned. Uh, I'm saying if you have a Kansas City player, this is the week to play them. Otherwise, get them off your roster. Trade them away because it doesn't make any sense. You aren't going to want to play them in worse matchups than this. Uh Turkendric West came alive last week I very exciting hopefully you listened to us and you held on to him even though he was frustrating his first week out he had 22 carries for 110 yards and a touchdown you want to look for running backs that get 20 or more carries those guys are automatic starts you want to keep them on your roster it's awesome um, he passed that test and Detroit gives up the 8th most fantasy points to opposing running backs Macklin was a surprise last minute scratch last week uh, due to his concussion this is disconcerting because concussions go and come back and so I don't know what happened with his symptoms it's a little hazy supposedly he's going to be back this week but still keep your eye on that injury report and be ready to pull him if necessary early in the morning for London you guys early morning stuff um, the Lions give up the eighth most points to wide receivers, so it is a nice matchup if he does play. Um, but again, a little bit scary. Um, but even with Macklin out, another fine but not exciting outlet outing by Travis Kelsey. He caught five of his six, six targets for 73 yards. Still no touchdown since week one. I mean, maybe they think he's a wide receiver from 2014. Baron, they can't all be Gary Barnage. They can't all be Gary Barnage, and that's what this whole show is about. Um, Speaking of wide receivers, though, our preseason sleeper, Chris Conley. Yeah. Rookie wide receiver. Um, He had his first NFL touchdown last week. Very exciting. He also caught – or he had seven targets as well. He's had seven targets in three games now. He's not getting a ton of production off of it up until last week. But I do think that he's someone, if you're in a deep, deep, deep league, I'm in some that are just crazy deep, you, if you have room for like a long shot sleeper, I don't hate him. How's that for analysis? I like it. it. Thank you.
0: Let's move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, two and four at the Atlanta Falcons, six and one.
1: All right, you guys, bad, bad, bad matchup. Tampa Bay, Atlanta gives up the fifth fewest points to opposing quarterbacks and the fourth fewest wide receivers. That's borderline the opposite of the Washington matchup last week where Mike Evans came alive, right? So if you have Mike Evans, sell. Sell, 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 sell. You were fool's gold last week. Get a top Running back ASAP. Listen, the Washington secondary fell apart. They were just terrible. But he's not going to play Washington every week, people. In fact, he's not going to play them again. Right. Okay? So that's it. <laughs> that's it. I was um, so bad
2: when Murphy went down, too, because I had held on to him for the, that bye week. And then he went down, like, the first catch. And I'm like, w- this is my season. These are, yes. This has been my season all exactly. year. Exactly. Well,
1: this week he goes up against Desmond Trufant and Robert Alford, and I don't want a piece of that at all. No, thank you. Worse than that, as you said, Lois Murphy went down out for the season, and Vincent Jackson also went down. Down. Now, he's probably going to miss a few games. He's listed as doubtful right now, but, I mean, people think it's going to be a multiple-week injury. What does that mean? Quadruple coverage from Mike Evans, who already wasn't doing well. Okay? This is not good. The other starter is going to be a guy that goes by the name Dantia Dai. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um... Yeah, he and, he and Cooter Not should get good. together. They, <laughs> Jim Bob Cooter Jim Bob and Bo- Donte'ya Duns- Die have dinner. <laughs> and no, um, I am playing though Doug Martin and Charles Sims. Yes, I believe both of them will have a nice game. The Falcons give up the fourth most points to opposing running backs. Um, they've given away uh, ten rushing touchdowns, so that's Doug Martin. But they also are giving away fifty plus receiving yards per game, and that's Charles Sims' territory. So I think that both of them. Could actually do really well this week. And they need to lean on the run instead of the pass with all of these injuries. So it's good for them. Austin Safarian Jenkins is back at practice for the first time since he hurt his shoulder in week two. It's a nice matchup for the tight ends. So if they are going to throw the ball at all, it might be to Austin Safarian Jenkins. So if you were in a weird situation, I mean, the bye weeks aren't really terrible for tight ends. But I don't think he's a terrible stash. Not a bad stash. He had a lot of work, obviously, week one. So
0: check it out. Check it out. Falcons. Um, you know, this is pretty clear matchup to me. You start Freeman because he's a beast. He has rushed for over 100 yards four times in the last five weeks. And the one time he didn't, he still had plenty of receiving yards, so he still got over 100 yards total. <laughs> <laughs> and he has 10 touchdowns this year. Love him. That guy uh, sucks. That guy sucks. Terrible. Sucks when you play against him. That's for, that's for sure. Yeah. This week, this week seven was the worst overlap for me, with my leagues of having players and playing against the same players, ever. It was it was a very frustrating game to games to watch. And with bad did, bye weeks. Oh, with bad bye weeks, and I'm like cheering for them, but I'm like don't want them to score too many points. <laughs> you know, it's like this happy balance. Anyways, <laughs> um, you play Julio Jones for several reasons. He saw seventeen targets last week. Whew. He has seen 90 yards or more nine times and has five touchdowns on the season. Um, So, yeah. And, oh, yeah, Tampa Bay's secondary is really bad. So, Julio! Julio. Um, Excuse me. This is a great matchup for Matt Ryan, so if you need to play him, do. But just be prepared for him to turn the ball over. He has more turnovers in the last three weeks than touchdowns. Also, he has only hit 300 passing yards once this year. Again, great matchup, so if he's your only and best option, then okay.
1: What does the guy think he is? Peyton Manning?
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's the Devontae Freeman effect right there. It sure is. It's really bad. I don't know why he's throwing so many many interceptions, but hopefully he'll turn it around against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, And Hankerson is questionable, so if he does not go, Justin Hardy will be in his place. And, of course, there's Roddy White. I wouldn't play any of them, but only you know how desperate you are. Um, so again, this is a great matchup. So if you are desperate in a deep league, Roddy White might be your thing, but only really desperate, deep, deep leagues. Arizona Cardinals, five and two at the Cleveland Browns, two and five. This is a nice matchup for all the Cardinals. First off, you don't get more consistent than Carson Palmer.
1: Mm-mm. It's
0: crazy. Um, he is fourth quarterback in fantasy points, third quarterback in yards, and tied for first for touchdowns. You can start him and feel good about it. You know he might not win you the game, but he's never going to lose you the game. So I like that. Um, the Browns give up the most fantasy points to running backs, so you are starting Chris Johnson, who had one hundred and twenty two yards and a touchdown last week. Yeah, amazing. He looked great. He looked so good. Another that player first touchdown who I had his I balance against.
2: was crazy in that first yeah. touchdown. He that looks was like cool. Sprat 22-year-old.
0: Sprat. Sprat 22-year-old. I like that. Um, and there are plenty of fantasy points to go around to receivers. Fitz ha- has had a few disappointing games, but I'm still, still starting him. And John Brown, who is not practicing, um, but he's been playing through these hamstring issues for a couple weeks now, so I, he'll, he'll still start, um, and you should start him. Michael Floyd has had two double-digit games in a row, with a touchdown in both of his last two games. So he's only owning 47% of Yahoo League. So pick him up,
2: people. Pick him up. Do you think this is why Fitzy's seen the decline? Because Michael Ford is back? Is this going to be a permanent thing, you think? I think it's No, I don't.
0: I think, yeah, I think that it's just coverage, and it just kind of depends on the the game. Um, This is a really dynamic offense. You know, there's going to be weeks where some players are going to have lower numbers. But I don't think that Floyd is such an overshadow of Fitzgerald that this is going to be a regular thing. Um, so, I, I mean, all of them were lower in targets than they're used to. I think um, even Brown didn't have as nearly as many targets as he gets, which is usually like 12 or something crazy. But um, So, no, I just think that it's just this finding the balance. Some weeks are going to be higher than others. Um, and then Chandler Kinzero is good for at least six points. And Arizona's defense might be a good play, especially with this quarterback situation
1: as it is in Cleveland. Yes. Speaking of the quarterback situation, (laughs) Josh McCown got beat up last week. His offensive line needs to get it together. The Rams have one of the best defensive lines in the game, but allowing four sacks and multiple hits on your quarterback is not cool. And on his last sack, McCown fumbled the ball for a second time. But that's also where he got hurt. Uh, McCown's questionable and Manziel's getting interviewed for a possible domestic abuse situation in his car no I didn't know
2: that yeah he's speeding like insanely fast and apparently what his girlfriend said that he slammed her head into the glass and punched her and she tried to get out of the car I think while he was driving he pulled her back in and then she told the cops he had hit her and then she denied it after the fact
1: And then he's saying that he, that the bruises or whatever on her arm were from him stopping her from jumping out of the car. Or anyway, it's very TMZ-ish and weird. And he had a meeting (laughs) with the NFL. And I don't know. (coughs) Um,
2: Either way. So bad. Not doing yourself any favors, Johnny. Not
1: doing yourself a favor. And
2: supposedly alcohol was involved. And I'm kind of like, well, why didn't he get a DUI? Well, apparently he said he'd been drinking, but he hadn't blown enough for the DUI. Okay.
0: But
1: I'm like,
2: was she drunk? Rehab. He was why in rehab drinking? though. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but so he wasn't in rehab.
1: He was in rehab for personal issues, not for substance abuse. True. Well, we don't know for sure. And we don't know what the issues were. Right. Right. I'm going to guess that entire night sums up why he was in rehab. Probably. The com- culmination. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, Anyway, it's a weird situation there. So, yeah. And the Cardinals give up the sixth fewest points to quarterbacks. Anyway, you're not starting anyone. Also, Tyron Matthew, I just want to say he is making a name for himself on that Arizona Cardinals defense. That guy does everything. Yeah. He's a freak. He's a freak. freak. He's a freak. Freak. Uh, So, I don't like anyone against him. Duke Johnson, though, is still rocking it. Yeah. Got to keep a hold of him. Gary Barnage had another monster game. Talk about our boy. 101 yards, we cannot all be Gary Barnage. We cannot all be Barnage. We cannot be an every-week must-start, which is insane. I'm saying that, but I mean it. And We're the only a guy... a Cleveland Browns.
0: A Cleveland Browns every-week must-start. Must-start. With, start. with, you know, quarterbacks that, you know, switch, you know, quite often. I mean, this is a this is thing.
1: Gary Barnage don't care. He nope. don't care. He's quarterback-proof. He's team-proof. That's right. <sighs> And then uh, Travis Benjamin. Uh, Last week was his first bad week. Uh, He only caught four of his eight targets for 47 yards, but still eight. And then he got fumbled. He fumbled when he got hit, too. St. Louis was just all over this team, all over him. Yeah, Um, it's okay. He'll rebound, right? He'll rebound. rebound. Eight targets still is a lot of usage. Yeah, it's being looked at. Um, Well, Calvin Johnson's only getting seven, so... uh, (laughs) Anyway, you can drop Isaiah Crowell after his nine yards on eight carries last week. You could have dropped him before that, but I digress. Robert Turbin had five carries for 30 yards. Not good. Um, but in a nice matchup, he might be a nice flyer. So it's something to think about. Unfortunately, um, they only have good defenses coming up. they face Cincinnati twice, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and a bye week. So you aren't going to have a good defense until week 14 when they play San Francisco. Ugh. So by the secondary running backs. Yeah, and by then, yeah. who knows? So uh, the Isaiah Crowell, Robert Turbin thing, I just don't think you can look at anymore. Right. All right, San
0: Francisco 49ers. Two
1: Dumpster and five fire. St.
0: Louis Rams,
1: three and three. Run. Run. I actually jumped Run. on you because I can't even believe it. I'm sorry. They are, oh my gosh.
0: Oh, <laughs> So good. They're so good.
1: This, yes. is the, this is
0: this uh, is the two best offenses in the league, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Screw that, and the Rams. yeah, screw that. Yeah, screw that Packers Broncos game. <laughs>
2: well, at least the Rams have Gurley. Yeah, that's they
1: true. Have Gurley. That
0: is true, Ashley. Yeah. yeah, and then
1: Tavon Austin every once in a while will do something every, freaky. Yeah. He's a freaky play guy. Okay, the, the 49ers are dumpster fire. The Rams are a great defense. So you just don't play anyone. And, and, and you know what? We can talk about Carlos Hyde for five seconds. He had 11 carries last week for 40 yards. And he's hurt. That's ridiculous. He ha- that foot injury is not good. So How do you, yeah. how do you only give your, your starting running back 11 carries? Because so he's how? hurt. Because he's hurt, and they're going to get blown out either way still. He's the only player on this team that has a future with this team. Well, yeah, that that's true. That Tori Smith is really good. Oh wait, no, <laughs> no. 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 And Anquan Bolton's probably gonna retire. I would. Oh man. So anyway, I yeah, it's bad news. Just no one stop yourself. Don't do it, <laughs> Rams.
2: If you were still doubting Todd Gurley, yep. you were straight up crazy. Crazy. <laughs> He had 19 carries for 128 yards and two touchdowns. And he can catch. He had four catches for 35 yards in last week's game. I love Todd Gurley. I will continue to love Todd Gurley. I am so glad I drafted him knowing that he was going to you know, be out for a few games. But it was worth it. And he's great. And he is Keep the healthy, only thing Keep really healthy. going for you, other than the St. Louis defense, on the Rams. Now, what's interesting to me and is that – so when I look at the Niners deep, you know, how they stack up in this matchup, the Niners give up the eighth most points to quarterbacks, but I still wouldn't play fools. That's a nightmare. Seventh most points to <laughs> running backs. You're playing girly. Fourth most points to wide receivers, but you don't know which wide receiver is going to be. If you're looking for a flex position, you can maybe look at Tavon Austin. You can look his way. He is tied for the team lead in targets, which was 31. And he actually has the most catches as well at 20. And it's a good matchup with the Niners, but again, like Brandon said, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know who it's going to be that week, if it's going to be any of them that week, um, and the tight ends, sixteenth most, yada yada. You're not going to play them. What's interesting is it's the twelfth fewest points to defenses, the Niners. And I'm like, how is that possible? When you watch the Saint, you know, the San Francisco 49ers, how how is it possible they only give they give the twelfth fewest points to defenses?
0: It's amazing.
2: I had to look I mean, that up. Like that is. I literally stared at that stat for, like, a solid minute being like, this doesn't make sense. I had had to double-check myself. It was so bizarre.
1: But I don't think anyone other than Colin Kaepernick turns over the ball. Now, he does turn it over quite a bit, but I would say...
2: My only logic is maybe there's such low-scoring games that the the, the defense isn't able to rack up enough points, even with the turnovers. It still seems weird, though. Hmm. It's bizarre. But it, it, you know, with this week being a great matchup with running backs, you might be looking at a flyer and thinking, "Hey, maybe Trey Mason." Don't think that. Why? Do not do not think that uh, his ankle did not participate in practice Wednesday. It's not looking good. Um, don't don't even think about playing Trey Mason. Awesome. New York Giants four and three at the New Orleans
0: Saints three and four. The Giants. Let's start off by saying Odell Beckham Jr. is back in full this week at practice. Oh, Yay. Fun. He should have a bounce back week against the Saints that, allow, that allowed T.Y. Hilton 150 yards receiving and two touchdowns. I'm in ODB all the way. Eli Manning only had 170 yards and zero touchdowns. But the good thing is that he didn't turn the ball over this week. Yeah. That's exciting,
2: Yay. Eli. Baby steps. Yay.
0: Um, this is a great matchup for him. Um so if you need a quarterback, I understand, but just realize that the floor is very, very low. He could get you five points.
2: that is <laughs> he, a could.
0: Thing. he could. He, very he well really said, could. Yeah. So um, we're all desperate at times, but uh, that's that's where it is. Um, other than that, this team is pretty bad. There are now four running backs sharing carries, so I wouldn't trust any of them. None. <laughs> um I do want to have a shout-out to the Giants' defense that made an amazing game last week with a sack, three interceptions, a fumble, and a touchdown. Yeah. I had picked up Atlanta's defense to play in our family league because I have Denver's defense, and I didn't put them in. (gasps) I still had Denver defense on by. So I went to the waiver wire. They let me pick up the Giants, and I inserted them. Like because there's only three teams to choose from, Yes, so and I was lucky. like, "Okay, I'll I'll get the Giants, put them in, and they blew up like 28 fantasy points or something crazy. Just very exciting, it was very. There's a moment, yes, very lucky, and I won. Um, but they are not playing Castle this week, you guys. So do not get Wah. cute and play them because they had such a good <laughs> game last week. Drew Brees in New Orleans is not something to mess with. All right, so we're moving on. <laughs> so, but shout out, you did great last
2: week. Shout out, I out, had to play, can play can Brandon Whedon last week, full on knowing <laughs> he was going to get zero points because we have um, a league at Brad Evans where it's essentially a two quarterback league, and there was literally not a single starting quarterback, even a backup to a starter. So, Brandon Lee was my best shot. And I'm like, you know what? It's Castle's first week. I'm hoping he's going to throw some interceptions. They'll pull him, put Brandon Weeden in. And after, like, that's their interception, I'm like, put Weeden in! Put him in! <laughs> it still didn't happen. Still didn't happen. Tim was just laughing. Sorry. Every time he'd do something, I'm like, get him out of there! Put Weeden in! It, it, didn't, it didn't happen. I thought I had a chance there for a second because the I Giants thought about were you beating too. up on him. I know. I thought about you, too. Oh, I was like, they oh, were They were bad. They were It was bad. bad. Oh. And, and you know what? I didn't get my wish. But on to the Saints that also was kind of bad. Drew Brees, guys, he continues just to be average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was 28 for 44. He threw for 255 yards. He had a touchdown and an interception in last week's game against the Colts. So what happened last week? Well... Breeze had a ton of pass attempts, but the Saints had the lead, so they didn't really need to press the passing situation. They They didn't need to throw the ball. But he also had interception in the end zone, so that took away points from you if you are a Breeze owner. And then even more of an issue, they had three touchdowns that came off the run. So that was bad for you if you were a Breeze owner. But you know what? Even though the Giants give up the tenth fewest points to quarterbacks, I think you're going to be okay this week. I think you know you can probably expect your, your normal average numbers, at least fifteen points. But let's hope you're going to get more in the twenty range because I don't foresee that many rushing touchdowns again. Um, Cooks though is finally starting to see consistently see targets, so this is good. He was targeted thirteen times with six catches for eighty one yards. Uh, it's crazy to think someone like Megatron is getting like six targets, and this guy's getting thirteen at this point. But you know what? You can't complain. 81 yards. Uh, You can't count on him for anything more than a flex, but at least, you know, he's trending in the right direction, and that is what you want to see. Ingram had his best game of the season, though, racking up 158 combined yards. 143 of those came from the rush, and he scored a touchdown. Now, you would have had an even better game if that little Kyrie Robinson had not stolen a pair of (laughs) 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 goal-line scores. You can't tell I'm a Mark Ingram Ingram owner. Um, But if you need a flyer with high upside but can accept the fact that this guy might score only three points for you, Kyrie Robinson could be your guy. The Giants give up the 12th most points to running back, so there is a good chance for him to have another good week. Uh, He tends to be looked at on the goal line. So those are the kind of guys that you're looking for if you're in a situation where you're just hoping for anything. Kyrie Robinson could be your guy. Do you think Brandon Cooks is the uh, bust of the year?
1: Man, there's
0: been so many
2: busts. Yeah, I don't think about that. Bust of the year. That should be our social
0: No, CJ Anderson is the bust of the year. CJ's probably the bust of the year. Yeah, he got taken way too high. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Peyton Manning is the bust of the year. Okay. People didn't take him as high as CJ Anderson. No, that's true. But But Brandon Cooks is up there for wide receivers for sure.
2: For wide receivers, yeah. he should be better than he is. But I do think he's going to get better midseason. I do. I think if you held on to Cooks, he's going to get better because they just need to find their groove. But it's been a rough start. It's been a rough half of the season.
0: Well, we will see. Minnesota Vikings, 4-2. The Chicago Bears, 2-4. and four. Um, Adrian Peterson is listed as questionable with a hip, finger, and ankle injury. Uh, How about swallowing,
1: uh, t- chewing tobacco?
0: Swallowing, chewing tobacco is a thing. <laughs> How did he
2: swallow the chewing
0: tobacco? I was very confused by this. He was on the airplane, and I guess he like s- accidentally spread his stod. <laughs> can
2: care. you do chew? Can you chew chewing tobacco on a plane? Made
1: myself throw up.
0: Oh yeah,
2: you're allowed to chew chewing tobacco on a plane.
0: Yes. Hmm. Intriguing. Why wouldn't you be able to do that? I don't
2: know. It doesn't have secondhand <laughs> smoke. I mean, I would, be, I would be pretty pissed off if I was on a plane and the person next to me was chewing and spitting in what I'm sure would be like a used-up water bottle they chugged. Well, that's the thing is
0: a, they... AP, didn't, AP wasn't spinning, so there you go. He was just swallowing that stuff.
2: Well, that was his first problem. Oh, my uh, God.
0: I'm literally going to throw it. <laughs> uh, but he will be looking to break the Bears' streak of not allowing a rushing touchdown the last four games. So um he should be good to go if ap is limited though expect bridgewater to be throwing more he had his first game with over 300 yards and two touchdowns last week so yay bridgewater yeah digging it Um, i'm digging it you see what doesn't get there desperate you might want to look at him as your starter (laughs) seeing that chicago gives up the fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks so that is he's a better option than some um Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Can you dig it? We can dig it. Dig it. Can, can you, you dig, dig it? it? We can dig it. Mm-mm. He's the man, you guys. Another week with over 100 yards, and this time he added a touchdown to those fantasy points. Yay. <gasps> um, and he is still available in some leagues, guys, so pick him up and play him against Chicago to give up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. Hello. Hello. Bye. Pay attention to your league. Come up. <laughs> Come up. You still own Vincent Jackson. Drop him. Hello. Hello. <laughs>
2: I must look for uh, you a thousand, thousand times. times.
0: Uh, Kyle Rudolph is a touchdown-dependent tight end, to say the least. He is averaging ten yards a game. Ew. But he's so. getting touchdowns though. Yes. Uh, not but enough. Still not enough. It's not so it is. It is. If seven points is good for you, if seven points is enough for you, then play him, but just realize there's a, there's a good possibility he will get you one point. So
1: that's, that's the risk you pay. Bears. The Bears. Minnesota uh, is tough against the run, but you can always start Matt Forte. Quietly, the fourth highest scoring running back in the league now, even after his bye week. Yeah. Although he's no Gary Barnage. Uh, no. Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota gives up the seventh fewest points to opposing quarterbacks, but, um, I feel okay about Cutler. I know this sounds crazy. Um, Minnesota actually is second in the league with points allowed, meaning like they give up the least, uh, but this will be the first time that Cutler's going to have all of his weapons and they're all going to be healthy, supposedly. None of them are on the injury report. It's nuts. Amazing. It could be a decent game. I think this is going to be kind of a fun matchup. After the bye, supposedly Alshon Jeffries fully recovered. Um should be a decent play. Uh, he's not on the injury report anymore. We missed you. And as a reminder, before the bye, he caught eight of his 11 targets for 147 yards and a touchdown. Hashtag vintage. like well, it. I like it. After nursing a quad injury, it looks like Martellus Bennett is also off the injury list. He played every game, but you could tell he was hurting. It just wasn't right. The Vikings give up the sixth most fantasy points to opposing tight ends, so he actually has the best matchup. Um... And they seem to be getting worse at covering tight ends. They've had big, they've given up big weeks at that position over the last couple weeks. So I like that. And Eddie Royal is the wild card. In week six, he did see seven targets, but only for forty nine yards. The Vikings, once again, they don't give up a lot of points to wide receivers. Fantasy wise, this may not be the week to trot him out, but it's good to have all the weapons there.
2: Yeah,
1: love
0: that. Uh, San Diego Chargers two and five. The Baltimore Ravens one and six. Points Game are of the points, week. Points, Ashley ann Points yep. are points.
2: I meant that is a good thing.
0: Yes. For yes. you with, with Danny Woodhead. It was Woodhead. a good thing. I got Danny Woodhead and Philip Rivers, mind you. Oh. So <laughs> that game was awful for the majority awful. of it. Talk about Absolutely garbage awful. points. Uh, the point? the best kind of points there are, I don't care. I don't care. I'll take it. Um, Phillip Rivers and the Chargers offense did not look good for the majority of the game, but they made fourth quarter magic. And again, Philip Rivers gets over 300 yards and three touchdowns. He also had two
2: interceptions, but who's counting? Okay? This man is a beast. Uh, he is, Were you not confused why they weren't covering Danny Woodhead? I'm like, the, literally the last, like, two minutes, everything went to Danny Woodhead. I'm like, why are they not covering Danny Woodhead? Because he's 5'9", 100 pounds wet.
0: And I think people just really underestimate him on the field. And I think
2: if after all these so years, sneaky, come on. Yes,
0: it's crazy. Um but anyways, Philip Rivers is the second quarterback in the league for fantasy points and is going up against the Ravens that give up the absolute most points to quarterbacks. Woohoo! Start that man, people, start him. And plus, he's about to have a baby. So when there's a death, a baby, or an illness in the family, you always start them. Okay? Because they make fantasy magic happen on the field.
2: Mm, so if his eighth true. child comes, his sixth daughter. It's gonna be even better. I almost crazy. thought he he the kid had already come because he looked tired in that game. I was like, man, he looks exhausted. I, I know. bet they had the baby. Wouldn't you if you had to do
1: that every week just to stay <laughs> caught up to people? It's really God. scary. It is true. The guy has gotta just like throw, 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 throw. He's on it. pace to beat Peyton Manning's passing record. Yeah. He is that that often and they can't win a game. Actually, good,
0: and they just can't win. Unbelievable. It's really sad. The defense. Um, Anyways, let's get into Danny Woodhead. Uh, He definitely benefited from that garbage time for sure. Um, He only rushed five times for twenty six yards, but he had eleven receptions for seventy five yards and two touchdowns. Eleven, you guys. He is a PPR junkie. He's leading (gasps) running backs in receptions and receiving yards. You can start him again this week, you guys. You can. You can do it. I know it doesn't seem right, but Danny Woodhead in your lineup. I mean, but you can do it. Uh, Melvin Gordon is probably probable to play this week, but with his fumbling problems, I would not start him. Okay, Brandon, Weeda, Brandon Oliver is taking over that role right now, um, but it is too soon to tell whether or not he is fantasy relevant. So I'm not putting all of my eggs in that basket yet. Antonio Gates will probably not play again this week, you guys um he's still questionable but it's not looking good this injury is not like in our favor for i hope people played green but i told you to play ladarius green regardless and he looked awesome uh so last week so it's very very good um it looks like a tough matchup against baltimore but they haven't played any tight ends none other than gary barnage who had 139 yards and a touchdown so it says that they give up like the sixth fewest to tight ends or something like that. It's not true, it's not true. When you you know it's, it's just it, those those tight ends barely are on the roster. So, so just know that. So you're fine. You can play green. Um, as for the receivers, depending on how deep your league is, you can start them all. Obviously, you're going to start Keenan Allen. He's a must start regardless. Baltimore gives up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers, so. That is
1: for you, Ravens. Steve Smith Senior said that he would like to give the refs at the Monday Night Football game a two-star review on Yelp. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was generous. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, It was really cracks me up. I can't imagine an NFL without him. I'm starting to get depressed already, and he's having like his most magical sass here. He's the sassiest he's ever been love him Still, uh, Smith is a stud. It's a tough matchup. Uh, But if you only look at the averages, once again, it's like you got to look a little deeper, you guys. Last week, they gave up 289 passing yards to the Oakland Raiders. (laughs) So I'm okay with starting Steve Smith Sr. And I want to see his Yelp reviews in general. I'd like to see where he likes to eat. Um, now that Triple S is healthy, it seems Kamar Aiken, is, the experiment is over, people. It doesn't look good. Only one catch last week for six yards. San Diego gives up a ton of yards. Again, he could have a decent week this week, but I don't know. I think you have better Band-Aid options out there. But Justin Forsett has the best match of the week. San Diego gives up the second most points to opposing running backs, and uh, and that is, that is consistent. They're really bad against running backs. Um, this should be a bounce-back game for him, and it looks like his ankle is better, so... Yeah, but you know, other than that, you know, the Ravens are also struggling this year, so that's about it. And I don't they trust Flacco are. even in good matchups. Yeah.
0: It's sad. I I'm I feel bad for them, but go chargers. Cincinnati
2: Bengals, <laughs> six and zero to Pittsburgh Steelers, four and three. So the Bengals were on bye last week. Uh, so they should be relaxed, they should be healed up, they should be ready to bring your fantasy team back to life. This week, it's a great Can I just matchup. say
0: something? Andy Dalton is still not owned in 100% of leagues, and that is blows insane. my mind.
2: Blows my mind. I don't get it. I don't get it. So here's the thing. Players with awesome matchup this week's The Bengals' defense, because the Steelers give up the 10th most points. Tyler Eifert, the third most points given up to tight ends. All the wide receivers with the 14th most points. Heck, you could throw Nugent in there too as they give up the 10th most points to kickers. And as Courtney said, Andy Dalton, the 14th most points to quarterbacks. And he is red hot. Red hot. Now, I do want to talk about the running backs here for a bit because the bye weeks make me nervous for the fact that it gives teams time to reflect. And sometimes that's not good for your fantasy team.
1: Jeremy <laughs> Hill is
2: averaging only 3.1 yards per carry on 74 rush attempts, and this is through the first six games. For only 232 yards and his average is two full fewer yards per attempt than it was last year when he was a rookie now according to offensive coordinator Hugh Jackson he said he still doesn't play like I want him to play yet I'll be the first to tell you guys that I'm not going to run from that he can't run from it either I mean there's another level for him and he'll get there and I believe that with my whole heart so what do I take from this I think they're gonna run Jeremy Hill a lot this week, and that probably isn't gonna work out in anybody's favor. But don't be afraid, Giovanni Bernard owners out there. They still and will always roll with Bernard in the second half primarily. But I don't like this. this they should be rolling with Giovanni Bernard and they, they took the bi-week reflection and now they're gonna roll with Jeremy Hill. And I hate this, I hate it. Anyway, onto a more positive note, fun fact. A.J. Green needs only 98 catches this season to achieve the most receptions um, ever by an NFL player in his first five seasons. So who holds the current record, guys? None other than our favorite Arizona Cardinal, Larry Fitzgerald, with a current record of 426. Green entered the 2015 season with 329. So he's got a chance to catch it. And especially with red-hot Andy Dalton, absolutely possible. He's a different guy this year, and A.J. Green needs him to be. I feel great about both of them. Perfect. I do have to disagree with you
0: on one thing with the Cincinnati's defense because Big Ben is back. Yeah. Hopefully, and we're not having well, Michael Vick numbers. And, you know, <laughs> like that, that, that really does skew numbers. Yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know. I do offense. think there will be some fire in the fact that
2: ben, Big Ben is back. I,
0: I am so scared him. about the Green Bay Denver Broncos game. For fantasy. Yeah. And this one is my fantasy orgy of the week. I am so excited. I am so excited. I am playing everybody from both teams, if you own them. So it's going to be a shootout. Lots of fantasy points to go around. It's simple. You start Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Martavius Bryant. And again, Big Ben is coming back. Woo! You're playing him, too. He is back, you guys. He is back. That's all I have to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not starting their defense against Andy Dalton in that crazy offense, but this should be the good game.
1: I like Marvin Jones too in that game. I do. Marvin
0: too. Marvin Jones. I like, I like. You know what? All if you own him, play him. Except D'Angelo Williams, because that's a sad story. Other than that, you play him. Oh, Heath Miller too. Bad, 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 bad bad, <laughs> bad, 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 bad. True. Um. Anyways, let's move on. Tennessee Titans one and five. The Houston Texans two and five. Game of the week. Game of the week.
2: <laughs> Game of the week. Talk about a fantasy orgy. Oh, oh man. man,
0: so bad. Ooh.
2: Um, all
0: right, Marcus Mariota is listed as questionable, but questionable, but he is still sporting a knee brace, so it doesn't look good, you guys. Mettenberger will continue to be the quarterback in Week Eight, most likely. Yeah. Um, but you can start Kendall Wright as your wide receiver three, but nothing higher. Um, this offense is just a hot mess. Same with Delaney Walker, you guys. I, I, it's sad. He is leading the, the team with targets, um, but it's just he's not producing those numbers like we were hoping for. So if you don't have a better option, um, you can roll with him, but <laughs> he hasn't seen the end zone since week one. That's a thing. As for the running backs, yikes. This coach says they're going to give the ball to Andrews Moore. He did average over five yards a carry, so if you are desperate, Andrews is the one you're going to go with in Tennessee. Side note, Bishop Sankey didn't get the ball once last week. Sad. Um, I would usually some say some start the Titans defense since Foster is out, but the Texans are actually figuring out their passing game, so I'm not going to go there, actually. I don't
1: think I'm don't think I'm doing Tennessee don't this love it. week. Don't love it. Well, Arian Foster tore his Achilles, and we should have a moment of silence. Sad. He's 30. I'm not sure what his future holds, but we wish him well. Up front, no one knows exactly what's going to happen with Foster's absence, but my guess is that it's going to be blue uh, with the majority of the work, even though he didn't do much in the first two games with Foster, without Foster. In week three, he carried the ball 31 times for 139 yards and a touchdown. So he can handle the workload, 39 carries. But my problem is the Texans are the type of team that overworks people to the point where they tear their Achilles and or carry the ball 39 times. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, look for there also to be some sharing with uh, Chris Polk. But I'm, I'm not picking up Chris Polk, though. I think that's just one step too far unless you're in a hyper deep league. But even then, eh. they cut Ryan Mallett. No discipline, no chill, whiny, missing the charter, was a cherry <laughs> on top. Bye. It's sad. Now Peyton Manning is officially the worst quarterback in the league. <laughs> that's a true fact. Because of Ryan Mallett being gone?
0: Yeah, because Ryan Mallett was the only only other worst quarterback. Now he's done.
1: Uh, it's too bad. Sad. Hopkins had a disappointing outing. <laughs> he caught six of his 12 targets for 59 yards. And even with that stinker, he's still averaging 110.9 yards per game, you guys. So he'll yeah. he'll get it back. He'll it's get so it back. Don't him. worry about it. Listen, you're playing him. Just don't count on him for huge points, though, because Tennessee is actually ranked second in pass defense. Eesh. And I'm not sure, you know, I wasn't sure Nate Washington would be back to full health, but... The targets are real. Yeah, (laughs) I've Told you. He caught six of his 16 targets for 127 yards and two touchdowns. Hoyer will throw to him if he's open, and that is happening because people are triple covering DeAndre Hopkins, as they should. Now, that wasn't a one-week fluke. Prior to that, he had eight or more targets in each of his three other performances. So he's a thing. If he's out there and you're desperate, he's definitely someone to pick up.
0: Awesome. Let's move on to the later games, the New York Jets 4-2 and 2 with the Oakland Raiders 3-3. and 3.
2: So Chris Ivory said that his hamstring is fine after last week's game against the Patriots, but he said that he had trouble getting it yeah, loose like during that. his pregame warm-ups. So um, I'm hoping that he's figured that out and that they're going to be a little more better prepared to loosen that up. But you're playing him nonetheless every week to get the 15 most points to running backs. You have to roll with him because he's just been too good to not, and more than likely you don't have an option that is better out there. Now, Todd Bull said he's unsure if the center, Nick Mangold, he hurt his neck, will actually be able to play against the Oakland Raiders. Now, they did an MRI, they did a CT, they did all that kind of stuff. It came back negative on his neck. So that is all good news. Uh, but this guy could have serious impact on the running game and the overall play. The offensive line is incredibly important. We've talked about it a lot on the show, and it definitely affects you know the chemistry of that offense. So we, we just got to hope that Things are going to, you know, continue with the smooth sailing. Now, our boy Fitzy, he threw down another solid game, 295 yards, two touchdowns and a fumble. The good news is that Oakland is the only team in the league, guys, allowing over 300 passing yards per game to opposing quarterbacks. Awesome. I think they're going to throw the whole game. I was like, can Fitzy do it? I don't know, but I'm going to put my money on it. I'm going to say he's going to throw for over 300. And while on most weeks you're not looking at Fitzy, this is your week, guys. If you've got a bye week situation, um, maybe you have Blake Bortles or whatnot, look at Fitzy. This could be a seriously good pickup week with Fitzy. Um, It is not a great matchup on paper for the Jets' wideouts, but you're playing them anyway. Don't look at Marshall's subpar game last week and freak out about it. Decker, you know, had six catches for 94 yards. They're still a solid receiving unit. And again, like we said, they're going to be passing all game. So these guys should definitely get some points. Don't worry about that. On to the Raiders. Derek Carr continues to impress. I love this kid this year. He completed 24 of 31 pass attempts last week for 289 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions against the Chargers. If you want to know how big a part of his successes year over year is the deep ball pass. Part of that is because they have Amari Cooper now. He's actually got actual weapons out there. He has thrown six touchdowns on passes 20 yards or deeper, which is tied for the NFL lead. Who would have thought we'd say that stat about an Oakland Raider this year? I'm glad they didn't give up
1: on him last year. Me too. Me too. I think <laughs> this league is too short with how much of a leash they give these quarterbacks, so I'm glad they kept with him. Me too, because he's doing fantastic this year. You know whose name you're not going to see
0: at the leading board for that stat? Alex Smith, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> your,
2: your love of Alex Smith, Courtney, kills me. Um, Latavius Murray. He put together a pretty decent game. He, you know, he had... Uh, 15 carries for 85 yards and a touchdown. I would have liked to have seen more, quite honestly. But, you know, I can't yeah. really complain. He had a better matchup than the – you know, he had a really good matchup, but he should have better numbers than that. So, but the, you know, the train keeps on trucking along. So, Amari Cooper, he still lost awesome. He had five receptions for 133 yards and a touchdown. He's wonderful. Ballers. Another fun fact about him – he is the fifth rookie – sorry, he is the fifth in rookie history with 500-plus yards through his first six games, and he's the third player to accomplish that since 1970. He will set the Raiders' franchise record for 100-yard receiving games by a rookie with just one more 100-yard game this year. And I think he has many, many more than 100-yard game this year. I love him. He's going to be fantastic this week. Um, and then Michael Crabtree threw down another great game yeah, last week crummy. as well. 63 yards and a touchdown, six receptions. So they've got a really good receiving core right now, and I love them. And interestingly enough, Clive Wolford, he's someone to consider. He's no Gary Barnage, let's no. be clear on this. But if you need a tight end with some upside, he had two receptions for 42 yards, which is nothing to write home about. They did have a touchdown. And Jack Del Rio said that they're going to get him more involved this season. So he's got the potential for the upside there. So if, if you're in trouble, maybe you have Jordan Reed, although Jordan Reed did well last week, someone with some injury woes, he's not a bad backup on your bench for everyone else to take him. I love the name Clive. Me mm. too. Mm. Seattle Seahawks 3-4, and four, the Dallas Cowboys 2-4. and four. I'll make this one quick. I don't love Russell Wilson this week. The defense is good at stopping the quarterbacks, mm. and he has not thrown for more than one touchdown in a game since week two. He also has not run in for a touchdown yet this season. Um, this is still a low scoring offense. That is a fact, and it's not going to change. So. But they got Jimmy Graham. Oh my gosh. But it was weird is he's still like the eighth highest scoring quarterback, and that makes zero sense to me, fantasy wise. But. Everyone anyway. stunk this year it's It's true, um, but you're playing Lynch this week, he's got a killer matchup, um, and you're actually going to play Graham as well. <laughs> I hate saying that, um, but the Cowboys we have the second most points at tight ends, so if he does not have a big game this week, um, then it does not look good for you the rest of the season. like this is the matchup. This is the matchup, and if he can't do it, then I don't know what to tell you. He's no Gary Bernard. you know an interesting news that is probably not <laughs> okay. fantasy relevant though Paul Richardson. Uh, He was cleared to practice. He was a wide receiver (laughs) at the University of Colorado, and he actually threw up some really good games at the end of last season before he tore his uh, ACL. The kid's really talented, and I was rooting for him and shooting for him all season. I actually picked him up early in some drafts, thinking he's going to come back a little earlier. So he's got potential if you have a few injury issues. He's not a starter, but he's someone interesting to stash on your bench in case they decide to start throwing the ball. Do you think Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham call each other after the games and just cry? cry. I would hope so. I would think so. What else are they going to do after the game? Seriously, not celebrate. Not celebrate. Cowboys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got two words for you. Matt Castle. Put weed in it! <laughs> uh, three interceptions, Bad. Des Bryant's list is questionable but it looks like he's going to make his return so that is good news. Yay! Yeah. That means we have to we can be finally done with pretending Terrence Williams has the potential to be a number 1 wide receiver. So sad. And
0: now he's going to blow up getting he's his three targets. He's going to blow up. Now. Yeah. He, yeah. Is, he,
1: yeah. is, er, he is he's like an Eric Decker type but not as talented as Eric Decker.
2: You heard it here okay. first. That
1: is true. That is. But true. Eric Decker's a number 2 guy. He is best when he's a number 2 and I think Terrence Williams yes. is the same. So this actually he might help. He was is a number Terrence 3. Way. Right. He should be number four <laughs> on your fantasy yeah. team, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um how, how are you uh, Christian Michael owners feeling, huh? Eh? Anyone feeling good? Yeah. Only seven snaps played? No? Mm-mm.
2: Okay. Why right. do we even continue to talk about
1: it? But you know what? The situation is nowhere close to being resolved because I'm sorry. Darren McFadden carried the ball 29 times last week. He is so injury prone. He has no business carrying the ball 29 times. I do agree with that. It's disturbing. And Joseph Randall only got two carries because of his oblique injury. I don't know if he's the guy, not the guy. It looks like he's going to miss some time. Keep your eye out there. But just stay away from this because it's Seattle. They don't give up any points. The only person you can play is Jason Witten. He is the only good matchup this week. Um, Castle targeted him eight times. He's a solid floor as a tight end, you guys, at 73 yards. I feel good about him.
0: All right. Sunday night football. Green Bay Packers 6-0. The Denver Broncos 6-0.
1: Very, very tough matchup. You start your studs, and you don't play the only okay dude. So, stud, Aaron Rodgers, he'll be fine, but he won't get you 20-plus fantasy points this week, you guys. Denver is legit and gives up the absolute fewest points to quarterbacks. I don't think he'll get as low as other quarterbacks have gone, which is they're only averaging 10 points when they play against Broncos. he'll do better than that. He'll do better than that, but I don't think he's going to have a blowout game, so don't depend on him for that. Um, Randall Cobb, stud, again, really bad matchup against elite corners, Um, Chris Harris Jr. is probably going to shadow him. No go. Stud, James Jones. He's still the end zone guy. So if they're going to throw one touchdown, it's going to be to him. If they don't, it's going to be a rough game. Devontae Adams is making his comeback this week. We'll see how long that lasts. If he can stay on the field. I don't know. Don't play him. And um, Denver has the fourth ranked rushed defense. And it looks like this will be a frustrating Starks-Lacy combo thing. Because remember before the bye, Starks had that huge game. Lacey's is, uh, I don't know, on you know missing. He's gone missing. Um, but supposedly, you know what, I think Eddie think Lacey was hurt because all of a sudden I Coach agree. McCoy comes out and he says, oh, his ankle's fully healed now. I'm like, well, he wasn't on the injury report in week six. So yeah. did you just not put him on there and you should have? It's actually a little dicey. So meh. either way, don't do it and don't do. But do do the Green Bay defense. They get turnovers and Peyton Manning throws turnovers. each.
0: Absolutely-ish is right. So this is, yeah, this is going to be a tough week for all the Broncos. Um, I'm not confident in starting any of them, to be honest. Um, even the defense I'm concerned about, um, but don't get me wrong, I'm still going to start them, okay? I'm still oh, yeah. going to start the defense, but because they do make magic happen, but it's not going to be 20-plus <laughs> fantasy points for the Denver defense this week either. Um, you are not starting Peyton Manning, who is the worst quarterback in the NFL. It's a fact. Sad. Um, Emmanuel Sanders should play with his injury to his shoulder, um, that he had in week six. But this is going to be a tough matchup for him and Demarius Thomas. Backers yeah. give up the eighth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Peyton Manning can't throw the ball. That offensive line is awful. So, if you have better options like matchups, this is the week to really study up, pick up Stefan Diggs, people. And, and yeah. do something crazy and creative with your wide receivers if you've been relying on, on the Broncos, because it's not going to look good. As for the running backs, Ronnie Hillman is the guy in Denver. Um, you can start him if you need to, okay? Do not start C.J. Anderson. That's where I'm going with that. And listen, I don't feel good about the Broncos' offense this week. Uh, this defense might keep this a very low-scoring game, period. Um, so I hope I'm wrong and the Broncos blow up.
2: Um, but I just don't see that happening. Sad. I'm just glad this isn't in at Lambeau Field. Yeah. This, this would be a far bleaker analysis if that was the case.
0: It's already a bleak analysis. And, you know, know it's sad. It I mean, it's great that these, these defenses are showing up with such what we thought was going to be such a, you know, a powerful offenses. Obviously the Green Bay Packers is still powerful offense but uh it's kind of this is a depressing game who knows maybe it's gonna be 40 to 38 who knows uh indianapolis colts three and fourth the carolina panthers six and zero i'm excited for this game
2: what a great monday night game i'm pumped now the colts are a bit of a nightmare <laughs> still it's still a bit of a nightmare talk about garbage points again um If you watch the first, it was like a tale of two halves. Andrew Luck was so sad and pitiful the first half. It was brutal. But overall, he threw 23 of 44, um, you know, and 33, sorry, 333 yards and three touchdowns. Um, But Luck was intercepted twice and sacked four times by the New Orleans defense, who's not great. Um, And they came back late in the game. It was just straight up ugly the first two quarters. It really was. This is a bad matchup this week. Um, and I think it could be ugly again, but for the fact that Andrew Luck is kind of like the, the John Elway of this generation, a bit of a fourth quarter comeback kid, I don't care if it's ugly because he's mm. still going to get you enough points. He will get you enough points that he's worth playing him, even though this is a bad matchup. Plus, you drafted Andrew Luck, so you have to play Andrew yeah. Luck. Let's be serious. Sorry, guys. It, is, it, is, it is what it is, you know, unless
1: you have Fitzy. I, I mean, actually, maybe, the reason I was looking down is I just picked up Fitzgerald in one of my leagues.
2: Yeah. I was like, I, I literally just Fitzy. did that on my phone. Good. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I'm sorry, this is an emergency situation. People are going to be like, they're crazy to recommend Fitzgerald over Andrew Luck, but no, you, I am I'm, I'm concerned about it. Andrew Luck this week. Makes I'm mind. concerned too, but I think he's well, still have yeah, enough points. Yeah. He's thrown down some decent points, even though it looks ugly. It's one of those things where you almost need to not watch this game and just, like, look at your fantasy score afterwards for Andrew Luck. But we're, yeah. it's going to get better. Let's hope it got better because he was connecting with T.Y. Hilton last week on these some garbage touchdowns. Uh, he had two touchdown passes for 87 yards and a 46-yard catch. He only had four catches total for 150 yards. Um, but you know what? That's a nice the, average. The connection is back. <laughs> the connection is back, so let's feel good about that. In bad news, Philip Dorsett suffered a fractured ankle, so he's expected to miss possibly four to six weeks. Not good, but good for Mr. uh, Moncrief. His targets have not exactly been great, but he has scored a touchdown in every game that Andrew Luck has played. And I like the sound of that. He's one of those guys that Luck does look for in the end zone. So even though he may not be a yardage guy and he's not exactly getting the targets that you're hoping for, he does have that higher upside because he is looked at in the end zone. So keep that in mind. Gore had another okay game last week, but this is a good matchup with him. So the Panthers get the ninth most points to running backs and it's too tempting to not play Gore. I like him this week.
1: I think T.Y. Heldon's going to have a big problem because I'm going to talk about the Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Norman? Could it be? You know Josh Norman... It is the love of my life. If I, if I could start a football team, I would start with Josh Norman.
2: Ooh, I know that ooh. seems over
1: the top, but.
2: Over Gary Barnage?
1: <laughs> then I'd go Gary Barnage, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Gary <Branch. laughs> so I'm sticking with Cam Newton this week, even though he's only averaging 212.5 yard, passing yards per game, but he doesn't pass the ball. It's okay. Ow. I think he's gonna rush in for touchdown this week. I think it's prime time. Cam loves the camera. Uh-huh. yep so he, he plays well in these kind of games so I, I feel good about that Greg Olson must start nice matchup proceed uh Jonathan Stewart also a great matchup Indy gives up the sixth most fantasy points to opposing running backs and uh he also rushed for 125 yards last week he against a the week. tough Philadelphia defense yeah, yeah so another 20 plus carries in the game and you know I like that so I'm sticking with him no receivers needed. Don't We don't even need to talk about it. If you're really desperate, you go again. But why? Why? Um, and then start that Carolina defense, baby. Andrew Luck likes to turn over the ball. He's also like, oh wait, gun slinger. And you know my love for Josh Norman. And I'm just glad that I get to end the show on that. Josh Norman. Bam. For Josh president. Norman. For president. <laughs> <laughs>
0: over Trump?
1: You're crazy. Why oh,
0: not? Everybody geez. else is running, right? You're crazy. Right. Let's well, Do this. Oh, man. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, that is week eight, everybody. Week eight. Halfway through. Get them out of your lineups, guys. Teams on by. Buffalo Bills, Jacksonville Jaguars, Philadelphia Eagles, and the Washington Redskins. If you have any questions, feel free to chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB on Facebook.com forward slash HerFantasyFootball. We have our two-hour show Saturday night at 8 8 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM XM Sports Radio. So hop over there, listen to us. You can call in, ask your questions there as well. Um, and you can get the ingredients for the first time to our Diced Game on FanDuel. We will be emailing you at 9 a.m. Eastern, Sunday morning to play. So make sure you go to herfantasyfootball.com to subscribe so you can get that email and be part of the fun. It's very exciting. Woo-hoo. Until next week, no more faking it.